Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. I hear you knocking, baby. Come on in. Don't be shy. Steve's Cottage is open for business. I feel good. Well, this is Steve Horner coming at you, and have a seat and join me and uh, and be comfy. Hey, listen, I got my coach's hat on today because I was wondering what hat do I wear. Well, I thought, why don't I just wear the hat I wore the other day when I was doing a balancing work and family seminar. I go as Coach Steve, and you can find Coach Steve in my nine steps, which is presented to uh, customers, businesses that have employees that, uh, you know, need, needed a little help about coming to work with a lot of baggage. Because if, you're co- if, you, if your employees come to work without baggage, which my nine steps help implement, then they're going to be able, ever, uh, better able to tackle the challenges that, uh, that you're paying them for at work in sales and service or whatever they're doing. But they're able to, to dismiss that, uh, that baggage at the door, and that's balancing work and family, and you can find that by scrolling down and looking for Coach Steve at stevehornerbooks.com. Well, it sure is good to have your company, and and as the opening says, as the opening says, the nature of this program is to not understand the problems or the effects of social problems, but what is the cause of this chaos. And by listening to this show, you'll be able to understand the cause of the chaos so you can help put an end to it because knowing is half the battle. By visiting Steve's Cottage, a listener risks bouts of anger, which may impact some audience members differently than others. A rise in blood pressure may accompany this anger in some. Nosebleeds, heart attacks, headaches, and sleeplessness are common. You might also experience sudden attacks of extreme laughter, often accompanied by dizziness, lightheadedness, and general confusion, which is most common in those audience members most affected by social and political apathy. Yes, almighty, I tell you, it's this show that keeps me happy and looking good. So I'm glad you joined me here uh, today. Isn't that a funny bit, that disclaimer? (laughs) You hear that on all those goofy drug drug spots. You take one drug, and then that screws you up in one way, and then you got to take another drug to uh, counteract the the goof up from that first pill, and then you take a third pill to to, to straighten out from the first and second uh, side effects. And uh, what a crazy deal. Well, so uh, anyhow... Uh, this show, truly, and, uh, and, and, and the uh, various aspects of balancing work and family that you'll find at stevehornerbooks.com is truly what keeps me young and good-looking, huh? And being able to say that with a straight face. Okay, and just remember, because of that disclaimer, baby, you have been warned. I feel good! Here we go. Hey, let's do a little cleanup time first. Last week, I was talking about the rise of Jewish despisement around the world leading up into the 19th century when Jews, led by Mr. Jew himself, the Communist Manifesto author, Karl Marx, they were allowed back into Germany. And once again, then, they put the Judaic commitment into work. You see, I'm going to connect the dots for you today. 
It's going to be real simple so you understand that this is not racist and misogyny that I'm talking about here, but it's the cause of the chaos. And knowing is half the battle. Don't play that again. So, so anyhow. <laughs> okay. It's, and, and, and like I reminded you last week, it's a lot like, uh, and, and, and with that Judaic commitment, well, it's like wealthy Californians coming into neighboring states. They ditch California, and it's high crime, it's high chaos, it's high taxes that they've created either by their apathy or they run for office, and they've got the sympathy for the downtrodden, so they pass bills where more money goes in. and So they go to the—so it causes chaos. So they ditch it, and they go to neighboring states where what do they do? Well, their sentimentalism rises again, and so they reach out and they create the same, the same chaos with their sentimental garbage, you see. And uh, Jews and their Judaic commitment work the same way. See, it's, it's, a, it's a sentimental-based uh, idea. A pledge to truth, nothing wrong with that. Pledge to justice, fine. A pledge to peace, that's good. Loving kindness and compassion, that's where it gets a little iffy, you see. Because you start passing out a lot of these, well, then that becomes enabling. And, uh, you know, like in California, the kindness uh, turns to uh, handouts and creates apathy and a feeling of uh, entitlement. And uh, a negative attitude from those uh, entitled when they feel they don't get it or don't get enough and, uh, you know, it, uh, it uh, inculcates an attitude of what the, hell for, what the hell have you done for me lately? And that is the exact same reason that Hitler turned against the Masons and the Catholics. You see, the Masons and the Catholics were known for their really hard commitment and work and sacrifice and, and, the, and, and, and diligence to excellence, and they learned skills. So then they were able to go out and make a living. Well, then when they'd come home at night, their sentimental wives said, Charlie, we got to give money to the poor people that don't have it, you see, because they're unskilled and they're lazy and they're crippled and they're hungry and they have families. And so we've got the money so we can pass it out. And so sometimes that's a good deal. Because people do at times in their life need a hand up. But when it gets to a point where it becomes enabling and allows these people to be lazy and to be simple-minded and to not work to the fullest extent of the creativity and uh, intelligence that God gave them to work with at birth, well, then it's, uh, it's not motivational. It's just the opposite. It's crippling. It's like what happens when parents spoil their children. They become lazy and arrogant and vindictive and entitled. And don't we see that with the handout program today? Look at homelessness. That's not created to end. Look at those 506, 503C3 nonprofits, usually run by women, pussy whip men, big salaries. They don't have to pay taxes on it. Those are expenses. 
So they can pay themselves huge money. They get volunteers to work because those are usually sappy volunteers. Those are usually sappy women that come there to cleanse their conscience or salve their conscience, to reach out to the so-called needy, and the needy become crippled. And if, you think, and if you think I'm blaming too much of this on their sentimental wives at home, well, you're wrong. It was Shakespeare who said, the general's general is the general's wife. Goes way back in history, ladies and gentlemen, okay? The women have a huge, huge influence. And their sentimentalism is what influences usually in the wrong way. Today, 80% of them vote liberal. That's the proof in the pudding. So, you know, while the Masons and the Catholics were known for their hard work and commitment to excellence, uh, their handouts to others made them weak. And, 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 and their compassion to others were then killing others. It was not helping at all. It was wrecking Hitler's and Germans, Germany's fine, age-old conservative uh, value system. And if you take a look around today, you have the same issues with organizations, all of which I have been a member in the past because 40 years ago and 30 years ago, <clears throat> before the, uh, the female and pussy whip run social services industry, which is a trillion dollar a year industry, became this huge uh, elephant, stinky elephant, huge stinky farting elephant in the room. It was good to help people. It was good to give them a handout, but uh, but, but not uh, not uh, not to enable them to be lazy, arrogant, vindictive, stupid, and uh, noncommittal. And and so then we have these groups like the like I say, all of which I have been a member: the Elks, the Lions, the uh, the Rotary Club. Junior Chamber of Commerce, the Chamber of Commerce in various cities. Uh, you know, these, these were good organizations, but now they, they're enabling. They, they create programs which make some people feel good by spending time and money to help others, while those others just become bums. They've lost their commitment to excellence because of the handouts. And so Hitler saw this happening in his country, and he took action. The Nuremberg, the Nuremberg Laws were passed in 1935. That stripped Jews of their citizenship, and then many Jews tried to fight back, but they were outnumbered. But they had become arrogant. They had run the press, the media, the banking system. They were publicly bad-mouthing the Nazis. And uh, this so angered some of the Jews that uh, it kind of filtered down to this young 17-year-old Polish Jew who shot and killed the German ambassador to France. I talked about this last time, but I forgot the, I, I forgot the summary, which you're going to hear in just a moment. The conclusion. Now, in that case, it was a liberal killing a conservative. 
rather than the conservative who was a Bosnian national killing a liberal, part of the Hasburg, Hasburg liberal regime. And uh, the fellow who was killed then by this Bosnian national was the Archduke Ferdinand in Sarajevo in 1914, and that sparked the beginning of World War I. So it wasn't race. It was anger. It was revenge. That's a big problem. It's in the Bible. Christ says, revenge is mine, not yours. So it must have been a big problem for a long time. Revenge is a problem. So when this kid popped off this... uh, German ambassador, the Germans fought back with their own revenge. They implemented the Night of Broken Glass. You've heard talk of that. The Night of Broken Glass. That's when the Germans and the Nazis, they busted Jew homes and Jew businesses all through Warsaw. That's revenge. Today, the Jews want to tell you that it's racism and hate, just like black people and or Hispanics or all the rest of them. They want to tell you, even the women, they want to tell you it's systemic racism or bias or whatever, but they're wrong. It's behavior. It's bad behavior which bothers a lot of us because it usually leads to no good, and it's, it's the result of this entitlement and, and, uh, and arrogance and vindictiveness. That's what leads to anger and confusion and revenge. And that's when the violence commences. And I don't want that to happen. I'm a peaceful sort. But I'm a smart cookie. I'm able to connect the dots, you see, and the dots are not that difficult to connect. You got one system here that wants to hand out to others. You got the women on board with that. We know it does no good. It creates arrogance, vindictiveness, violence. And then one side says, well, I don't want to support you, but then you're being called names. You're a systemic racism. I don't like the name calling. It's all a failed system. And it's an easy system to understand. The formula is failure plus failure equals, come on, figure it out for yourself. It's easy. So anyhow, these days, women, pussy whip men, they seem to be full of revenge because they haven't gotten enough. They feel vindictive. They feel like they're entitled And so they haven't gotten enough, so they're always going to be upset. They've lost that commitment to hard work and dedication because they've been told they're entitled to favors and and reparation. See, it's it's a giver and taker society. And the takers have been told that the givers are lucky. I want their luck too, you see. They haven't been told that the lucky have, have been lucky because they've worked their tails off. 
they think somehow the, the, the gods from heaven have bestowed this, the, the, uh, the, the wealth and the good charm on them because that's what the liberal press and the sentimental women, the Jewish press, I should, should say, that's what they have been told. That's what they've been telling these saps. So they believe it. And that's how we have been, have become crippled. Failure plus failure equals, say, let's get into the cunt chronicles. Or actually, it's called the Paradella Chronicles, formerly called the cunt chronicles. And uh, this talks a little bit about some of the examples of uh, how the cunts can take you down. And when I talk about cunts, it's, it's an acronym, C period, U period, N period, T period. It's can't understand normal thinking. A lot of periods in it. Of course, women have their periods. We men, we have our exclamation marks, or call it an exclamation point. Little pound, table pounding going on there, man. Very little. We need more. We need more Trumpism. Okay? Trump is the man. Okay, here's, so we need more table pumping, banging. Okay? We want to hear the thumpers. And those pussy whip men, they're just like cunts. They can't understand normal thinking either. Here's a typical Associated Press story here, talking about this tropical storm, Cindy, and then the writer from the Associated Press who doesn't identify herself. She says, some forecasters blamed unusually high sea temperatures. Ah, stop. See, you see what those weasels do? Some forecasters, I've called these people on the carpet before. What do you mean some forecasters? Name them. They won't. It's all BS. It's all lies. It's all personal opinion. Say, how about these uh, 20 traitorous, pussy-whipped, and cunt representatives who turned their back on Trump for when the GOPers wanted to uh, censure the world's biggest uh, traitor, Adam Schiff, and sue him for $67 million. 20 of these weasels bowed out. I called each and every one of them. You coward, you pussy, you weasel. Sometimes, and of course, I'd never talk to the, uh, the, the representative. I'd always talk to the front office person, and some of them were quite polite because I think they knew I was right. Here, here's, here, here's something, uh, again, from the Associated Press. See, this is the Hunter Biden deal. And, uh, and uh, the way they, they word it, you know, Hunter Biden, uh, this is the president's second oldest son, uh, the second son. He's acknowledged struggling with addiction following the two, 2015 death of his brother, Bull. See how they write it? What a sympathy. What a sympathetic story about poor Hunter. See how they slant it? That's the Jews in the Associated Press. That's how they project the news, you see. 
And then they say that, well, you know, it's good that we're not going to go after this guy because it would avert a trial that would have generated days or weeks of distracting headlines. Can you see what the assholes did? That's the Jew press. Did they have any conscience at all about distracting headlines when they attacked Donald Trump with total lies and bullshit about the Russian collusion for three, now five years? Did they mention anything about distracting headlines? Dirty bastards, dirty, stinking bastards. There's one here, examine the AP's bias and slanted writing. Once again, so here we got the, uh, the U.S. promoting, uh, yeah, so we've got the United States promoting lewd and lascivious behavior. And then, of course, uh, Joe Biden, the phony Catholic. The, uh, this is the uh, U.S. ambassador, the embassy, the staff walk in the pride parade, uh, 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 giving credence to the uh, lewd and lascivious alphabet people. The United States ambassador held a U.S. flag high as he marched in the yearly pride parade in Warsaw. What a puss. You know, I, I, I talk about the, uh, the, uh, the Bible and how women should be actually seen and not heard in regards to public policymaking. <clears throat> and a lot of you will say, well, yeah, maybe it's mentioned in the Bible. Well, a lot of churches are like that. They say that the men are in charge. And now just recently, the Southern Baptist Church that has 20,000 parish members throughout many, 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 many states. And uh, the women are not any longer able to hold sway over uh, their male counterpart. My ex-wife Joyce was a Southern Baptist. Her father uh, and mother, I think they were both maybe Oklahomans, Okies from Okies. (laughs) Very nice people, very nice, hardworking people. Very genuinely good, hardworking, well-respected people, as was Joyce. And... uh, and, uh, and, and, so that is, and, and so what they say is that they're standing up now for the Bible, and the, and the female bishops in these churches are no, do, do no longer ha- hold sway over their parishioners. And that has created a lot of anger. But they're saying, sorry, we're going to stay with the Bible. And that is in First Timothy, second chapter, verses 5 and 8. Women should not have any sway over men. Um. And, and, you know, something else, and something I, I wanted to write down, it's an observation, is that <clears throat> when I talk to women, I know, I, I know when I'm introduced to some and, and, and they will say, <clears throat> he's that guy that does the podcast, he's Steve Horner and he closed ladies' nights and he's just a bad guy and he hates women and everything. A lot of women will uh, uh, just walk away because they'll take the word of the uh, jackass, you see. Other, people, other women will create a uh, conversation. And so it'll give me an opportunity to point out the pluses and the minuses and the benefits of, uh, of uh, working with uh, men and women as a team to, uh, to um, uh, able to benefit from the differences of how our gender mind wi- are, are wired differently of how our minds are wired differently. And uh, after I talked to them for a little bit, a lot of them, usually the more intelligent, good-looking ones, 
<coughs> truly, uh, will understand the nature and benefit of uh, what I'm talking about. Because, you know, uh, they, uh, they might remember uh, how good it was for mom to stay home and nurture the kids while dad was, uh, while dad was the uh, breadwinner. Uh, here's one out of a, uh, oh, here's a whole country of voters. That, so the AP writers, they go to two cunts out of a whole country here to get their opinion on Trump. And they've got, uh, and I sent a letter to both of these women, Kathleen Evanhouse, and then there's a uh, Karen uh, Sheslick, one of uh, Indian Land, South Carolina, the other one of uh, Pella, Iowa. And they say, well, Trump was a pretty good guy, but he's a little too harsh. I'm not going to vote for him. Out of a whole country, the AP, the Jew-run AP, has two women that they say, well, you know, we just don't want to go through those harsh times again. Well, ladies and gentlemen, already we are just at the end of the trail. And on your trails throughout life, as you reach for the top of the mountain, please take the, take the less traveled trail. It's a little tougher, but when you get through it, you're going to feel better about yourself, have better memories, and the rewards are so much grander. So until next time you come to visit, I'm Steve Horner, and you take real good care of yourself. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.